At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is VSIN tonight with veteran handicappers Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right, final hour of the big show, and uh, Houston BYU going down to the wire in Provo. And uh, for some reason, BYU just fouled 25 feet from the basket with 102 to go to put the Cougars, Houston Cougars, at the free throw line, and they hit the first one. I have no idea why you would foul way out there that early in the shot clock. 69-68, Houston has a lead. And uh, we've also got Purdue blowing out Michigan. TCU, Oklahoma State going down to the wire in Stillwater tonight. But let's welcome in Aaron Moore, sports media professor at Ryder University and also VSIN contributor. And uh, Aaron, I know you've uh, got plenty of college hoops action working tonight. Let's start with Kentucky. Uh, we can talk about tonight's game and also uh, from a uh, in a bigger picture perspective, the futures on Kentucky after Big Z, the seven foot two Croatian center, gets ruled eligible. A lot of hype around this Kentucky team, and the Wildcats go on the road tonight and get blown out at South Carolina. What's your reaction? Yeah, man. I think the the main point is look big picture if you're looking at it from a future standpoint. They lose seventy nine sixty two to South Carolina. In Columbia, South Carolina is a very good team. They are a tournament team. It was a home game for them. These type of losses, if you look at it once again from a futures perspective, they're going to happen in these power conferences. If it's the SEC, if it's the Big 12, if you're playing the so-called middle-of-the-road team, the teams in the middle of the standings in those conferences, and I'll include the Mountain West in that, as well those are damn good teams so these regular season games there's going to be a lot of infighting a lot of losses on the road for the top teams 
come tournament time, I think it's going to be a different situation. And I'm still bullish on Kentucky. If you have Big Z entering their lineup now, and he only played about 10 minutes tonight, three points, two boards, obviously he's transitioning into it. But if we look at what Kentucky's doing, they picked up essentially a trade deadline asset, like you would say if it was a professional team. So I like what he can do. I like what he can add. And I still think at this point, here we are in late January, you look at these games on a daily bet standpoint, but don't be too swayed if you're looking at it from a future standpoint. So they still have a top four offense, according to Ken Palm, Kentucky. The key to them and what Big Z has to add is improve that defense. It's the 75th ranked defense in the country. That's going to have to improve, and I think it will happen over the next couple weeks. Kentucky, a six-point road favorite tonight at DraftKings. South Carolina gets the win 79-62. to Wes, you and I talked about this last week. I don't think you can overreact to Kentucky losing this game tonight on the road to South Carolina. Road losses happen to all the top teams. And you said last week you certainly feel like Kentucky to win it, can win the whole thing. Uh, You feel like uh, the Big Z is going to be even more of a boost to uh, Kentucky in the tournament if they got to match up with uh, another team with a good, skilled big guy. Yeah, they have the athleticism uh, and and obviously the shooting. Now the offensive firepower especially, which uh, I want to stay in this conference, uh, Aaron. And uh, there's another team that all of a sudden has gotten very hot in the SEC, and that's the Auburn Tigers. Now they're on the road tomorrow night, not as a favorite, as an underdog to Alabama. I think that's been hit now to about minus three on Alabama. Aaron, I know Auburn, uh, relatively easy schedule, at least to start out. They haven't had to play a lot of the top teams. Are you a buyer, though, on the Auburn Tigers right now? You know, I'm going to put them, Wes, I'm going to put them in the hold category. And the reason being, yes, they have a pretty good record right now, but just from the standpoint of the scheduling and the SEC, I don't think they really have been challenged. And Alabama is going to be a challenge. So I'm going to, I'm not going to buy or sell Auburn. I'm holding them right now because I think they're one of those teams that you see at the top of the rankings. You see it uh, at the top of the odds board, but you have to have some skepticism in terms of who they're playing, when they're playing. And Bruce Pearl does a great job, but that team is really, it's going to depend on defense and offensive uh, defense in their outside shooting for Auburn. So I want to see them play this tough part of the SEC schedule before I go in on them. And if we just look at it from the SEC standpoint, I'm definitely high on Kentucky. I would look at Tennessee more positively than I would look at Auburn at this standpoint. You can find him on Twitter at Pub Relation Prof. Aaron Moore, sports media professor with us. And um, we had a trivia question come in since uh, Aaron's a writer. Uh, Wes, name one of the most famous writer products in terms of uh, college basketball history. He was uh, Jason Thompson. Am, am I right, uh, Aaron? Uh, Jason Thompson is a former student of mine. Yes, that would be an answer, but I'll go even deeper. Mm-hmm. How about Nor- Notre Dame coach yep. Digger Felt? That That's was right. And let's, and let's go even deeper. Claire B., one of the first great college basketball coaches. He was a rider product as well. Claire B., one of uh, Bob Knight's uh, coaching heroes. The person who submitted the question was referring to Digger Phelps mm-hmm. as the uh, Okay, I didn't know if he was going with that or if he was going, uh, you know, more recent. 
Uh, let's talk about the Mountain West, Aaron Moore. So we're about to tip off in Vegas between Air Force and UNLV. And uh, the Mountain West is loaded at the top. Now, San Diego State made it to the national championship game last season. I don't know if any of these teams have that type of uh, ceiling, but what are you looking at in terms of futures in the Mountain West? And you look at it, Matt, that the top of the Mountain West has been very, very impressive. And if you look at it from the futures board, you can get a, you can get a lot of plus numbers. And then certainly at this point of the season, that's what we're looking for. I look at San Diego State, and on DraftKings, you can get them 4-1 to one to win the Mountain West. And I think that's a really good number. If you like San Diego State, look at DraftKings at 4-1, to one because most of the other national books, you're going to get them about 2-1 two, two to one or 2.5-1. Two to one. So I think DraftKings has a great number on them. And you look at, let's talk about Bart Tovic. Bart Torvik, he has Utah State, San Diego State, New Mexico, and Boise finishing 12 and 6, Colorado finishing 11 and 7. So there clearly is a big log jam at the top of the Mountain West standings, but San Diego State 9 and 0 at home, 5 and 2 ATS at home. I, I like where they stand, and one of the reasons I think it looks good from a future standpoint is now let's look at how the end of the season plays out. That at the end of the season for uh, San Diego State, they're at Fresno, they have a home game against San Jose, at UNLV, and then they're home to end the season against Boise, which will obviously be a big game. But San Diego State gets that game at home. So if we look at these four or five teams on the top of the future, Futures board standings, then I want to take the team with the most value and has the best chance of winning. And I think San Diego State, you can get value as well as a pretty good brand name product for four to one. Aaron, uh, let me uh, go to the Big Ten uh, really quickly as Purdue gets a big win over Michigan tonight. Wisconsin hangs on, uh, avoids that OT against Minnesota. Uh, Illinois in action tomorrow, and they're going to uh, Welsh Ryan and Evanston to play uh, the uh, Northwestern Purple Cats. Uh, T.J. Shannon now back for the Illini. Illini laying three and a half tomorrow. Do you buy that Illinois can challenge Purdue for the Big Ten title? Absolutely. This one, I, if, if Shannon is back, and obviously we don't know about what's going on in his head, legal system, everything going on. But yes, I do think they can challenge Purdue. I do think they can challenge Wisconsin as well in that whole Big Ten standing that Illinois has a score in Shannon. They have the ability to play that Brad Underwood defense. I think they have the toughness that what, what is it going to take? to beat Edie and to beat Purdue is toughness as well as the ability to outscore them. I definitely think Illinois is in a position to do uh, to do that, Wes. Aaron Moore with us. Uh, Aaron, I hope you didn't have BYU plus three because the Cougars could not have screwed up the end of this game any worse. I'm going to detail it in the next uh, segment. But th th this is exactly how not to play the final minute of a game and BYU just did it on their home floor. I cannot believe what we just watched here in the final minute, but uh, I'll talk about that in a minute. Houston's going to escape with a 75-68 win in Provo tonight. How about the Ivy League? That's a conference so uh, you're all you're all over. What's uh, what should we look at in the Ivy League this week? 
And, and one of the big games coming up in the Ivy League is Saturday. You've got Princeton at Cornell. And one of the things that we talk about here, we are talking about the Big 12 and the SEC and the Big 10. Well, the Ivy League that had a Sweet 16 team in Princeton last year is still looking very good this season. You have three teams at the top of the standings. Princeton's 3-0, and Cornell's 3-0, and Yale is 3-0. and those are the top three teams and it's hard to bet the Ivy league from a future standpoint, because you don't really get that conference uh, available a lot for myself in New Jersey. I can't bet that because of Princeton. So it becomes difficult to bet, but I think guys, you got to look at Princeton. If you can get them plus three fifty to win the Ivy league, I think that's a bet you have to take. Yale is the favorite at even money, but we know what Princeton did last year. And this team right now is 15 and one. They only have one loss. It was a very close loss to St. Joe's early on. They have what you need to pull off another upset. Like they did last year. Xavier Lee can score from the outside. Matt Alaco, Another one of his backcourt mates has the experience and can score, scores about 14 points a game. Caden Pierce was a big player on last year's team. So don't be surprised by the Ivy League. I don't know if Princeton can go to the Sweet 16 again, but this is a team that could win the tournament, the Ivy League tournament. And look at this game this weekend, Princeton and Cornell. Ken Palm has it. 82-79 in favor of Princeton. That's really a game I'm going to look at and hope I can get a good line and back the Tigers. All right. He's a pub relation prof, Aaron Moore. Aaron, always great to talk college hoops with you. We'll do it again uh, next week. Thanks, buddy. You got it. Thanks a lot, guys. Thank good you, Aaron. All right. Houston escapes against BYU, and we'll update what's happening, on, happening in uh, college basketball betting when we come back. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is VSIN tonight with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. 
Put the VSIN experts to work for you. Start betting smarter with a VSIN Pro subscription. Sign up on a VSIN Pro annual subscription. Get your first year for only $199. Use promo code tonight. Remember to use promo code tonight. Get your first year of access for only $199. VSIN.com slash subscribe. Air Force out of the gates, up 8-2 on UNLV. And a lot of money was showing up on Air Force late for this game tipped off in Vegas tonight. It's on CBS Sports Network. BYU used to be in the Mountain West Conference. I can't believe how badly BYU screwed up the final minute of this game tonight. It was tied at 68. Cougars uh, big man, Traore, had a wide open five-footer in the lane, West, and he missed it. And then, uh, for some reason, BYU fouled 30 feet from the basket. Yeah. Give Cougars two free throws. Then BYU missed a wide-open three from the top. There's a scrum for the loose ball. Jump ball, possession to Houston. Then BYU fouls 60 feet from the basket for no reason. Yeah, they're down one, by the way, with like 41 seconds left. And then, uh, obviously, never made another basket. Houston uh, gets fouled, makes their foul shots. 75-68 final score. Well, two dumb fouls. Why do you foul 30 feet from the basket? Why do you foul 60 feet from the basket? In a one-possession game. First time, the foul 30 feet from the basket, the game was tied. Mm -hmm. There's no reason to make that, to foul a guy that far from the basket. Anyway, BYU goes down 75 to 68, and there was uh, some money on BYU in the market. That number was three, and it closed one and a half at DraftKings. Uh, But the home dog does not get it done there, and uh, Kelvin Sampson and the Houston Cougars escape in Provo tonight. Uh, in Stillwater, it looks like Jamie Dixon and TCU might escape with a winning cover. How did cover. they call that foul on Oklahoma State? The guy is there. The guy lost the ball, put the knee in the guy's chest, and it's a blocking foul on Oklahoma State. I didn't see the play, but yeah, TCU up three with 30 seconds to go, and TCU a four, four-and-a-half point favorite on the road tonight. That's a br- That's a brutal call. That is a brutal call uh, against Oklahoma State. So, uh, but uh, missed foul shot, but uh, TCU, I think, no, I think that ball's going to Oklahoma State here. About 28 seconds left to go in Stillwater. In the Big Ten, Purdue, an 18-point favorite. Pummels Michigan, 99-67. to 67. That game flies over the total of uh, 152. I know they didn't have Doug McDaniel, but what a dog year for this Michigan team. This this team's bad. You thought maybe, okay, is there a little bit of momentum when they beat Ohio State? Uh, They came back after blowing a lead and came back and won on the uh, Martin Luther King Day. Fab Mm. Five reunites uh, for the first time. And no momentum at all for Michigan. Uh, the swagger's back. What, yeah, what, the what, swagger's back. What did Jay Williams say that uh, Juwan Howard's going to bring the swagger bring the back swagger, to Michigan? Uh, well, um, you know, we'll see if uh, if uh, Ward Manuel, the AD up there at Michigan, elects to keep the swagger. If that's in fact what it is, if uh, Juwan Howard is going to be back as basketball, you coach. could actually make an argument right now that Michigan's the worst team in the Big Ten. They are. I think I think they clearly are. They're 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 not better than Minnesota. They're not better than Iowa. Rutgers? They're not, not better than Rutgers? I don't think they're better than Rutgers. Yeah. I still think Rutgers at least is good defense, but but the offense, especially on the road. Rutgers definitely better defensive challenged. team, better coaching. Yeah, they're, they're not better. They're not even better. Indiana's at least better than somebody in the Big Ten, and that's Michigan. In the Mountain West, San Diego State, a 17-point favorite, wins by 16 tonight. Aztecs. 
81 to 65 over Wyoming. All the way in the second half, uh, Wyoming uh, very much near the bottom of a very competitive Mountain West uh, this year. So, uh, look, you've, you've got five clear teams, I think, uh, uh, that top five in the Mountain West. I don't expect that they're going to get five, but they're at least getting four, I think, from this league. Uh, you look at Utah State, Boise State, San Diego State, New Mexico, Colorado State. And I haven't, I haven't even mentioned Nevada, who uh, right now two and three in the league, but still 15 and four overall. So you got actually six pretty darn good teams. And, and, and the Rebels are okay. You know, they're not bad. The, the real dregs at the bottom are Air Force, Fresno State, San Jose State, and uh, Wyoming. Well, Air Force a drag, and uh, it's a winless team in the Mountain West right but now. But we both bet on the night. But we both bet Air Force plus 11. <laughs> See uh, if we can take a, a tough beat on this one tonight. Air Force up 8-4, to four, five minutes into the game here in Vegas. It's interesting. You're seeing money show up tonight on Air Force in the market, and then uh, Falcons just get off to a hot start just mm-hmm. like that. Up 8-2 to two on UNLV. Now it's 8-4. Rebels are 9-8. and eight. Air Force is 7-10. and 10. That's the last game on the board tonight. Wes up in Stillwater. We got a three-point game. It looks like is TCU going to the free throw I line. Believe we, I believe we had an offensive foul called on Oklahoma State, and now uh, oh, okay. now they got to play the foul game. Uh, Sixteen point seven uh, left to go there in Stillwater, and you know now you're just hanging on for dear life here uh, with an eighty-five percent uh, foul shooter going to the line. We're going to look at the uh, Wednesday schedule in college basketball, and there's a team that's hot right now that you can find a 300-to-1 odds out there. It's a short home favorite tomorrow night, and we're going to go to the Big East. How about number 671, 672 on the rotation? Providence at Seton Hall. Pirates, uh, four-and-a-half or five-point favorites over the Friars tomorrow night. What do you make of this Seton Hall team, which has got a couple big wins on its resume? They do got a couple big wins. Uh, did lose on uh, on uh, Saturday, of course, in that triple overtime game. Robbie didn't get the best of whistle. Credit Creighton, uh, Creighton, Creighton for the win, but uh, uh, Seton Hall had won uh, five in a row. Uh, they are a one at Providence uh, earlier this year. Of course, we know Providence uh, not near at full strength without Bryce Hopkins. I actually think that was the game he got hurt in against Seton Hall. So uh, line looks about right here. I think Providence uh, uh, still go- still going to compete, though, uh, even though they uh, just broke their four game losing streak. They won it to Paul. So, you know, you got to beat somebody. But uh, uh yeah, Providence is not a full strength. They're still a pretty good defensive team, though. You're not going to be happy with this uh, TCU-Oklahoma State endgame. Okie State came down and threw up an air ball. Well, I don't know why they're chucking threes, <laughs> why they're not driving for two. 73-69 with uh, eight seconds to go, and TCU headed back to the, the free yeah, throw line. Man, this, uh, I don't think this is going to get there. I, I hate dumb teams. And especially hate it worse when I'm the dummy that that uh, uses them. So uh, uh, 73 to 69, 8.7 left to go. This closed uh, some fours and uh, uh, some four and a half out there as well. So uh, uh, Oklahoma State uh, gonna be gonna be dead to a three here, and then hope the hope that they don't foul. So uh, that that's what's gonna happen there. Uh, yeah, look, sometimes you don't make a bucket and you foul out of the cover. Oklahoma State going to try a three and yes. not going to get there. That's going to be a loser, 74 to 69 TCU. Reigns of po- pores. You have plus four and a half, I had right? four and a half, and I usually, I, usually, I usually like to buy to five. And, you know, I've been trying to buy those half points less, and then when I don't do it, 
get stunned right in the butt on him. Tim Murray of Easton also had plus four and a half. He's texted me right now. He's very unhappy. How about Miami? What's wrong with the Hurricanes? They're four-point favorites at Notre Dame on Wednesday. Uh, just, uh, you know, uh, they, well, they didn't have Omir uh, over the weekend, who is their player of the year candidate uh, uh, going going into the going into this season. Uh, he is still listed as questionable, so that's why you see uh, such a small favor. And I think, look, this is a team that, that got some success last year, and now, you know, there's expectations uh, with the program. You're not just, uh, you know, under the radar Miami you're expected to be something. They are expected to be a contender in the ACC. And right now, three and four in conference play, 12 and six overall. And really only one good win. Oh, I guess they beat Kansas State on the neutral and they also beat Clemson. But they've been, they've been, had their butts kicked in some games too. Uh, Kentucky beat them pretty bad. Colorado, Syracuse uh, won at the buzzer. Kadir Copeland with a three uh, knocks off the Hurricanes on Saturday. So they've lost two in a row. They've actually lost four of their last five in ACC play. So yeah, that's t- tough for me to lay on the road. I don't think I want Notre Dame here in this spot, even though they're they're playing hard. They're just not very talented. Notre Dame basically has one good player. They have the kid Marcus Burton, who is Mr. Indiana Mr. Basketball out of Penn. And then not much else. They play hard defensively, but their offense, very tough to watch. Micah Shrewsbury just doesn't have the talent. He will eventually. He's going to do a good job in Notre Dame, but it's not there right now. I don't think I'm going to do anything with that game. It is a pretty good college hoops card on Wednesday. Going to have some plays. And, Wes, hopefully we have some winners. Yeah, hopefully I do better than tonight. Air Force plus 11 is off to a good start. 22 to 8. Talk about uh, a sleep of the wheel. What's wrong with the Rebels to start this game tonight? And that must be why Sharp Money was showing up on Air Force uh, right before a tip. 22-8 to Air Force on top of UNLV. First eight minutes of the game here in Vegas. And again, if you missed it, TCU, a four, four-and-a-half point favorite, gets a 74-69 win at Oklahoma State. Horned Frogs escape with the uh, win and cover in Stillwater tonight. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We come back. We still got college basketball best bets and golf at Torrey Pines to talk about as we wrap up the show tonight with uh, hopefully we can find some winners on the car for tomorrow and the rest of this week. This is VSIN tonight with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hey, if you have not done it already, check out the new VSIN.com. Get Wes Reynolds' golf preview of the Farmers Insurance Open at Torrey Pines up there on the front page of the website today. VSIN.com. Check it out. New design. Rave reviews so far of the uh, redesigned website. Wes. Air Force 27, UNLV 10. Bo Becker for the Falcons, four for four from three. Air Force hits six of the first seven threes and a 17-point lead in Vegas in the first 11 minutes yeah, of the but game. but I'm not considering it safe uh, just yet. But still, Air Force, obviously, when you have an underdog that slows the tempo, this is exactly what you want. Couldn't have asked for a better start. This Air Force team is winless in the Mountain West. Yeah. This Air Force team just got blown out by 20 at home by New Mexico and, and, a couple and, and, days and ago. Yet, and yet the market the market came in on them. So some, sometimes that'll tell you mm-hmm. uh, in a situation like this. And look, teams that are winless are very, very desperate. 
and you know are, are, tip, are typically going to play hard. I, I think uh, Missouri, by the way, I think still winless in the SEC uh, as they go down to Texas A&M 63-57, but Missouri was an 11-point underdog tonight. Haven't won a game in conference play. So those teams are desperate, and those are usually solid spots for those teams. I think Duquesne, actually, and you mentioned it tonight, they were winless in the conference in the A-10, mm-hmm. and yet they were favored over the Bonnies, even though a close pick some places. Money came on the Bonnies, but the Dukes get the win. All right, let's take a look at the uh, Wednesday college basketball card a little bit more, and I'm going to go to the uh, SEC here. Auburn, Alabama. This Auburn team is on a tear right now. All 16 wins by at least 11 points. And Alabama opens a two and a half point favorite at DraftKings. Actually open one and a half. It's up to two and a half. Do you like the Tide here as short home favorites against uh, the Tigers? Mm, and man, uh, go, going against Auburn hadn't been cashing you a lot of tickets if you've been, do, if you've been doing that lately. So uh, uh, Alabama, though, I think has played some better basketball. They're still like ranked top 10 in the Ken Palm. And a lot of that is because of the schedule, because of the schedule they played. That was one of the toughest non-conference schedules that you will find, even though it's ranked 18 somehow. I don't know, 17 tougher non-conference schedules than what Alabama played. Yeah, they got blown out at Tennessee, but... They had won six in a row, started out 4-0 in SEC play, blew out apparently what is apparently now a very good South Carolina team. Uh, Also uh, beat Mississippi State on the road. The hump's a tough place to win down there in Stark Vegas. So I think Alabama slowly maybe starting to figure it out because uh, a lot lot of transfers uh, on this team. Of course, Grant Nelson, the big kid from uh, North Dakota State. Aaron Estrada, who was at at Hofstra. They did return uh, uh, Mark Sears, but... Having to play a lot of transfers, they had a lot of a, a lot of a draft attrition in Alabama. So these two teams, though, usually, and and we watched it a couple times last year. If you want teams that maybe take some bad shots, you'll find it with these two teams. Even <laughs> though Auburn's been a little bit more disciplined now, Alabama, by the way, did sweep Auburn last year. Won uh, 77-69 on the plane and won ninety to eighty five at home in the in the uh, home uh, regular season finale last year. So. I mean, maybe some Auburn revenge here. Uh, I think the number at, at three, two and a half, three is actually right. So I don't think you're necessarily getting line value either way. No, I wouldn't say there's line value there. I like Bama a little bit in this spot. I think, uh, like you said, Alabama's played a really difficult schedule. And I'm not going to – I'll just draw a line through that Tennessee game because uh, we talked about this last week. I think Nate Oat, Oates overscheduled yeah. in one week – away from home, played Purdue, Creighton, and Arizona. And his team's probably tired at some point. Yeah, and especially when, catch when, up when, the, when this is all, all transfer portal. I mean, that's the way it is right now. So uh, if you're a coach, you can't say, well, we're, we're still getting to know the team, you know, 19 games into the season, Mike Woodson. Don't say that because everybody is doing that right now. <laughs> Very few teams bring a, bring a lot back. Uh, North Carolina clearly did. Uh, uh, I actually got a, a little bit of a, 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 our COO, Bill 80, sent it to me as fan mail. And it was uh, some North Carolina fan that says, I think Wes is like 0-6 betting against North Carolina. So maybe not so much fan mail, but sorry. I, I was sorry for betting against your team. 
Uh, I say this all the time. A lot of times <laughs> fans of teams get upset when we bet I against know. their team. We're not cheerleaders. Yeah, and, and it's like... We're, we're trying to take a good number. We we think when a team gets inflated in the market, that's when you typically want to bet against and, them. And as somebody that has Those been... Those are going to be the popular favorite teams like North Carolina. And as somebody that's been waiting uh, uh, since 1987 for another championship uh, for his uh, alma mater, you can't let people's opinions of your team validate or invalidate you because uh, I've given up on that, at least at my school. First of all, if you're involved in betting, forget about the fan aspect yeah. and forget about being a cheerleader. Okay. That's not what this is about. Yeah. You cheer for your money, man. Your favorite Don't color is green. Don't get your feelings hurt when somebody bets against your favorite team. Yeah, okay? exactly. That That's going to happen. And, uh, you know, you got to be willing and uh, unless you're that uncomfortable with doing it, you got to be willing to bet against your team. People are like, Wes, right. do you ever bet against Indiana? Of course. When, 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 when the price is right, yeah. when the money's right, of course. How about Villanova St. John's? And uh, Johnny's a one-point loss to Marquette. Had a couple chances to win that game. Couldn't get it done. And Villanova, a one-point loss to UConn. That was thanks to a 30-foot three at the buzzer. But uh, Villanova, a four. This number opened two and a half. Villanova now a three-and-a-half or four-point dog at St. John's. Do you agree with this? Uh, I think this number is, looks a little high to me. Well, it that's does. That's where the money and, is on St. John's. And I, and I want to see, uh, uh, because, uh, you know, Rick Pitino did miss uh, the game, I believe, against Seton Hall uh, due to COVID, was back against Marquette. But I think the assistants, uh, he had a couple assistants out, I believe, on, on Saturday. So I want to see what's going on there. Uh, St. John's, by the way, has lost three in a row. They lost a tough one to Creighton, lost at Seton Hall, loses by one in the Garden to Marquette. Meanwhile, Villanova, they've lost two straight, uh, lost at Marquette and then lost by one at home to UConn. Uh, had to hit a three at the buzzer to uh, go ahead and get inside all numbers there on Saturday. So, uh, yeah, looking at this number, it does, at least at first glance, uh, look a shade high. Uh, but uh, look, uh, th this is a crucial game, too, for both teams because they don't, don't they don't want to lose ground in this conference. Uh, now, you know, you look at the Big East and uh, probably power rated number two, number three conference uh, in the land. These two are right in the middle because UConn, Seton Hall, Creighton, Marquette, I believe, are the top four. And then you have uh, that kind of clog in the middle with Villanova and Xavier and St. John's and Butler. Uh, so uh, every one of these games, uh, very important. Uh, Villanova, I rank a little bit of the better of the better offense of the two. St. John's, talk about a team trying to figure it out because it's a pretty new team and a lot of transfers there. Uh, you've had uh, uh, Dingles miss a couple games. Ledlam's uh, missed a couple games. The Harvard transfer. So, you know, we'll see. Uh, we'll see if, uh, you know, everybody's in good health for St. John's. Dingle, by the way, did miss the last game against Marquette. Also in the Big East, Marquette is a 17-point favorite out of DePaul, and uh, DePaul just fired his coach. Is this a play on the Blue Demons after the coaching change? Yeah. I'm, I'm going to say typically I like a team in this spot, but with DePaul, that just might be a dead team. Yeah, so. yeah, and, and that's what I'm kind of debating dog. right now. Matt Brady, by the way, is the uh, interim head coach uh, now for DePaul. I believe the uh, uh, former Siena coach a uh, long time ago. So... 
you know, Marquette is a team sometimes when they're a big favorite that can kind of, you know, play around, play with their food a little bit. Uh, did that with Notre Dame. That was like a miracle cover of the year for me getting Notre Dame because uh, uh, Marquette was up by like 40 in that game and still didn't cover. So, you know, Marquette can sometimes, you know, be a little bit hit and miss uh, when they're a big favorite. But gosh, I, I they, it's very, very hard for me to take DePaul. And Marquette is a team that will pressure you. You know, Shaka plays that Havoc style that he can now play uh, at Marquette that didn't work at Texas, but I think working here. But man, you looking at these results, Matt, in, in, in the Big East here. 84-48, loss to Villanova. 85-56 at uh, UConn. 68-65, actually it was close at Georgetown. 84-58, home loss to Creighton. 94-69 at Villanova. 100-62 at home to a uh, Providence team that's obviously very hurting without Bryce Hopkins. Then they lose by 14 at Butler. Uh, gosh, man, I, I, I like taking ugly underdogs sometimes, but uh, this this might be too ugly for me. I'll tell you what, UNLV running Rebels close to hitting rock bottom. We took, we took an ugly underdog here. And, uh, you know, when you're getting 11, 11 and a half and you're up 20, not over yet, but you're feeling pretty darn good when you've got a team that runs one of the slowest tempos in America. Not feeling good the way the whole night's turned out, but maybe no, we get I'm a, not either. But I at least ended on a positive note. Maybe we get a winner nah. with Air Force plus ended 11. Ended on a it positive thir- note. Just a second ago, it was 33 to 10 Air Force. This is a winless team in the Mountain West. 33-10. UNLV was 0 for 11 from three-point range and then just knocked one down. Now it's 33-15. UNLV is... This is one of the darkest nights in UNLV basketball history if they get blown out by an Air Force team that's 7-10 and 10 and winless now, in the Mountain now West. Now, would you say this was worse than losing the opener to Southern, which they did uh, this year? I mean... They're both bad. Yes. Does it matter which one's worse? Yes. Uh, We got more in college hoops to talk about. Also, an NFL line move and golf best bets to wrap up the show. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
This is VSIN Tonight with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs, is bringing you an offer that will help make the playoffs better. New players can bet 5 bucks on any game and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Bet 5 bucks on any game, get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VSIN, promo code VSIN. The line move today in the uh, NFL playoffs across the board Right now, you're seeing four spread. Baltimore at Circa, at the Westgate Superbook, at the South Point, at a couple other spots. The Ravens now four-point favorites over the Chiefs. At DraftKings, it's still three and a half. Wes, I'm a little surprised. I did not think Baltimore was going to get to minus four this week. Uh, Yeah, I did not either. Now, now I do think uh, you are going to see some uh, money come back, certainly on Kansas City at a better number as uh, as that gets talked about all week, not only on this network, but elsewhere. Uh, What Mahomes now nine one and one. In, in his career as an underdog. So, uh, look, that, that, that's going to, mm-hmm. I think, I think uh, come back down a little bit. I don't know if it's going to quite get to three. It's certainly not going to probably get back to a flat three at, at, at this standpoint. I think uh, there need to be a lot of movement uh, when you have this much handle. It's going to take a lot to, uh, to move a number, but didn't take as much, I guess, to move, uh, move Baltimore today. So, uh, yeah, if you want to lay three, I think that's not going to happen. I think you might be able to lay a little bit less on the money line, though, uh, if you've missed a boat on the Ravens. All right, let's get back to college hoops and golf and finish with uh, try to find some winners here to finish the show. We look ahead to tomorrow. Illinois at Northwestern. Terrence Shannon back for the Illini. They're three-and-a-half-point favorites in Evanston. These teams just met in Champaign, and uh, the Illini blew out the Purple Cats. What do you think of the home dog here? Uh, Illinois is a different team with uh, Terrence Shannon. Yeah, yeah, they certainly are. Uh, Purple Cats, by the way, uh, nice win over a very good Nebraska team. That's that's going to be a really good resume win at the end of the season. When, uh, when did that Western. happen? Didn't they beat them this weekend? Uh, or no, Nebraska. I was at Nebraska. I'm Nebraska sorry. Nebraska won the game. I'm sorry. I, I thought no, I thought Northwestern was was. Uh, at uh, home, uh, I laid so the points with lose. Nebraska, okay. so I know the Cornhuskers okay. won that one. But yeah, <laughs> Northwestern still four and three in in the conference here, and and yeah, they got blown out at Illinois. It was ninety six to sixty six. Uh, Illinois uh, just pretty much did what they want offensively: one point to four three points per possession. So that defense has got to be a lot better uh, for the Purple Cats. Uh, Illinois uh, 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 did get by Rutgers pretty easily on uh, on uh, Saturday or on uh, Sunday rather. Uh, lost at home. Uh, about a week ago uh, to Maryland, but I think four is about the right number here. Uh, when I when I look at it, I would like if I want if I Northwestern at plus five would be certainly a take for me, but I don't think it, it's going to get there at, at that point in time. I'm going to look at the dog or pass. I think in that one, the Dave Tooley approach. That would be the, that would be the only way I would play it, but I want a little bit more on that number because I think four is about right. Uh, okay, let's also take a look at uh, Mountain West tomorrow night. Colorado State at Nevada. Is this a good spot for the Wolfpack in Reno laying two and a half? And uh, I tell you what, Colorado State was really, really lucky to beat Air Force and UNLV last week. Yeah, look, this is certainly a win that uh, that uh, the Wolfpack are going to need Steve Alford here. needs this one. Three yeah. losses in a row? 
Yeah, and 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 lo- losing at home uh, to Boise, and then losing at San Diego State, and then uh, losing in a shootout, ninety-eight to ninety-three at Wyoming. Uh, uh, this may be the back against the wall spot uh, for uh, Nevada Reno Wolfpack, and uh, I would lean toward them on the money line. Isaiah Stevens for Colorado State's a hell of a player, but he's kind of a one-man show at times, and mm-hmm. I think. Three straight losses. This is where the Wolfpack's got to show up. I think Steve Alford's going to be uh, getting his team to show up. Yeah, Nevada, Nevada did night. get him at home last year, and I think they do the same here. New Mexico's an eight-and-a-half-point favorite at San Jose. Lobos just ran the Falcons off the court. Big win at Air Force over the weekend. Now they got back-to-back road games at San Jose. I... Going to be dog or pass. San Jose has been a little bit pesky at home. Uh, they did. Uh, uh, they lost by nine to Boise, but they were right there against uh, against San Diego State. I think they got beat at the buzzer mm-hmm. uh, in in that game at home. Uh, but they uh, they've been pesky at home. They beat Santa Clara at at home in the non conference. So look, Tim Miles is a hell of a coach. He just doesn't have the talent and doesn't have the athletes there, and that's. San Jose State, arguably and probably the toughest job uh, in the Mountain West Conference. Air Force, not easy either, but San Jose, a very tough job. Uh, You've obviously been to that facility out there and uh, know how tough that job is. Well, you say Air Force doesn't have the athletes to match up with UNLV either. Right now, the Falcons lead the Rebels 39 to 24 with 25 seconds going to half. It was a lot worse. It was 33 to 10. So UNLV is on a 14 to 6 run here at the end of the first half. One more in the Pac-12 dimension. One one thing I do want to say, though, about New Mexico as well, when a team has not been ranked and then all of a sudden gets ranked, of course, New Mexico, look, they beat San Diego State. They beat Utah State at home. They blew out Air Force over the weekend. When a team finally gets that number by their name, that is usually a spot I want to go against more, more often than not. So if I do bet this game, it is going to be the Spartans at home over New Mexico. Dogger pass spot. I think that makes sense. UNLV misses a three. I'm going to be trailing 39-24 at a halftime. I think we're okay with Air Force plus one, but had too many losses tonight. Need yeah. a win to wrap up tonight. One more in the Pac-12 tomorrow. Colorado, a three-point favorite at Washington. Any thoughts for you on that one? The Buffs. Finally healthy and looking good, but I don't think I want to lay this on the road either. There's a lot of inconsistent teams in the, in the Pac-12, including the one that's the best team, Arizona, uh, who's had a couple inexplicable losses. How but about Arizona just getting blown out for about 25 minutes by UCLA and Tucson? They should have lost. I know. They should have absolutely wow. lost that game. How do you game. explain that? Yeah, look, this is a team that got blown out at Stanford, uh, uh, got beat at Washington State. Look, you're going to lose one of the two. I still think Arizona is uh, relatively fine. But uh, going back to this Washington team, you talk about inconsistent. This team was 0-3 to start out. Then they uh, beat Oregon State. Then they beat Arizona State. They lose at UCLA, who just got beat by like 100 at Utah the game before. Then they, uh, they went at the buzzer of course much to our chagrin at Cal uh, hit the three at the buzzer Moses Wood and then they get beat by Stanford by double digits over the weekend so it was 73-69 the first meeting uh, uh, there in Boulder. Uh, Colorado, by the way, did not have Tristan Da Silva uh, for that game. Washington had like a seven-point lead, I think with about five minutes to go and couldn't close the deal. So, you know, Washington, uh, you, you can't you can't drop another one at home. They've already dropped one to Oregon, and they're three and five in the pack. Colorado has won three in a row, uh, so certainly have the momentum. But looking at this number at three, 
probably about right, at least at first yeah. at first Number's glance here. Right, but I don't, I don't want to play the road favorite yeah. here, even yeah. though I think Colorado is probably the second best team in the conference. I, I, I would agree. I, I would agree with that. Uh, uh, One fifty six on the total. Let's get to golf right. best bets and wrap up the show, Wes. We got two and a half minutes here on the futures board. Farmers Insurance Open at Torrey Pines. I played Jason Day at twenty-five to one. I added him, by the way, uh, for small. I I hate the number. Uh, I hate yeah. the number on Jason. The Day. course history for days is too strong. He's won here, and last year he tied for seventh. Two thousand twenty-two, he tied for third, and uh, his current form's not bad. <coughs> Excuse me. And uh, aside from Jason Day at twenty-five, I played Sahith Thagala at thirty-five. Actually, I added Keegan Bradley at thirty. Five with uh, Thagala, and also Harris English at fifty-eight to one uh, today. I'm going to add some. Uh, I played Thagala also top ten mm-hmm. at a uh, plus three twenty, and also going to add some matchups tonight. Matchups and placement. I'm going to bet this uh, tournament pretty good. I got a lot of stuff I like here. I think course history tells you a lot about who you should be playing in this tournament as well. And even with course history, too, you're going to get guys that have missed the cut here. So don't worry about that if somebody mm-hmm. missed the cut. Max Homa missed the cut the year before and then won last year. You're right. Uh, yeah, he did. Terms of uh, in terms of my so card, what you got here? What's on your card? Uh, Tony Finau at, at twenty five to one, a guy that usually plays uh, pretty darn well here. I think he's been in the top ten. I, I want to say five of the last seven appearances here. So I did play Finau. I added Day. Day wasn't in my article, but it is in the uh, Vison Pro Picks. I played Sahith Fagala uh, thirty five to one. Uh, also have Harris English. Uh, another one I did play. I did play Sepp Straka. At, at around 50 to one. This is a guy that plays very, very well on these tough courses. And he's number 17 in the world. And you, you wouldn't know it if, if you asked who the top 20 guys are. He'd be probably the last guy you'd name. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sepp Straka uh, also uh, played uh, Bo Hosler at uh, 66 to one and Patrick Rogers at 80 to one. Patrick Rogers kind of on my radar. He's got, a couple t- he's got a couple top tens here. Still seeking that first win. Former Stanford player. right? Yes. Interesting, uh, Wes, you noted this in your column. 20 of the last 22 winners in the Farmers Insurance Open on Torrey Pines have played in at least five previous Farmers Open events. Yeah, so one of the reasons I did eschew uh, a lot of these uh, young upstarts who certainly have a world of talent. Greg Hoops-Peterson. Another young upstart coming up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.